broke off suggestively as his finger moved her cleavage. No, I'm not into that. No, you're obviously a sweet, gentle soul. His pupils were wide, eyes black all the way across, hungry. I can tell by the way you dress. As she seethed at his arrogance, Samantha's half-demon senses picked up the pheromones he sent her way. He was trying to relax her, arouse her, make her pliant. She kept cool by remembering the young woman her partner Logan had found in the alley not far from here. Her body drained of life, helped along with mind glow. I'm scared, Samantha said. I know it's supposed to be the best experience ever, but I just don't know. Merrick moved behind her to massage the nape of her neck. You know, my pet, I've let you sit at my best table two weeks running while you make up your mind. Most would have taken the plunge by now. What must I do to convince you? Offer me mind glow already, damn it, she thought. It's not like I don't pay. Yes, but sweetheart, there are so many others clamoring to get in. I have to make them wait while you sit here night after night. It's bad for business, my darling. She pretended to pout. Fine, I'll sit at the bar then. If you want. My bartender likes you. I'll have him give you a couple of drinks on the house. She made what she hoped was an inane giggle. Are you trying to get me drunk so I'll go upstairs with you? Of course not. It's not as good when you drink too much, for either of us. What about drugs? Is it better when you're high? No. Merrick's voice was firm. It's much better when you're aware and alert and feeling everything. I could have sworn I heard it was better when you have a buzz on. You heard wrong. Merrick breathed in her ear. But there is something that enhances the experience, makes you feel less afraid. It's not a drug, more like an herbal tea. Oh, frigging finally, she thought. What's that? Come upstairs and I'll show you. Not really the best scenario. Upstairs, Samantha might get herself trapped before Logan could get to her. She was strong and she had a gun in her large beaded purse but even so, she couldn't take on a dozen demons by herself. I still don't know. She found her face pinched in a vice-like grip, Merrick forcing her to look him in the eye. What are you trying to pull, Samantha? Her first instinct was to roll away from him, giving him a kick in the balls along the way, but she held back. Nothing. Can I wait until I feel better? She felt his pheromones drifting over her, trying to sway her to him. She resisted and knew he felt it. All right, damn you, he growled, but only because I like you so much. He snapped his fingers and one of the demon waiters came over. One dose, Merrick said to him. Samantha tried to keep triumph from her eyes. She'd have to sit still until the waiter actually came down with the stuff. Then Logan and his backup could raid the club and Samantha could go home and slip into more sensible shoes. Merrick smiled his most charming smile, 
but she sensed his arousal, his growing hunger. You won't regret it, you know. Because you're so special to me, I'll make it extra sweet. At a table near the door, a woman screamed. Merrick jerked his head around to see two well-dressed male demons near the club's entrance suddenly burst out of their human forms. Their clothes ripped as their muscles bulged and their bodies elongated into leathery, skinned monstrosities. Everyone was screaming and scrambling to get away from them. What the... Merrick gaped as the two demons knocked over tables and grabbed his clients with powerful swiftness. At the same time, the hunched-over deadbeat at the bar came to life. A deadbeat no more, he unfolded himself into seven feet of warrior in a brown leather duster, a bronze sword in each hand. His granite-hard face bore a pentacle tattoo high on his cheekbone, and his hair was flame-red.